0: Log talk radio
1: Little <laughs> Talk with Mr. Robert Simmons. It's the real talk the real talk with Mr. Robert The real talk the real talk with Mr. Robert The real talk the real talk with Mr. Robert, Robert. The real talk the real talk with Good afternoon, wherever you guys may be in
2: the world today. You are now tuning into The Real Talk of Robert Simmons Show. This is your host, Robert Simmons. Guys, all right, so I'm just going to make a bad situation um, pretty, pretty good. I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in tonight and all that good stuff. Uh, wow, it never fails me. So I'm doing the show tonight via satellite, my mother's house. So it's 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 a little unique had to come earlier, set up uh, the equipment and things like that. And as I was setting up, I got a call from uh, who was supposed to be, I guess, to come on tonight. And uh, so after he couldn't make it, Councilman Garrett was supposed to make it, but unfortunately his plane uh, has just just landed, and uh, he's trying to – actually uh, possibly uh, call in a little bit later. I ran out of time myself. I'm here trying to scramble, trying to get everything going, and I'm like typing, and the lady's like in my ear. She's counting down. She's like, 30 seconds to showtime. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Nevertheless, we are here. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, I'm actually trying to do multiple things right now, and this is what happens when you try to do like a satellite show. Oh my goodness! We just have to just make it happen. So if you guys can like hear me, I don't care if it's just one person. You can hear me give me a thumbs up. Um, that'd be great. Give me a thumbs up before we go. Um, head into the show. And remember, tonight, you know, we're talking about uh the, all of the violent acts that have been happening. Thank you very much, especially here in Jacksonville. But we know that it's going on all over Chicago, Miami, New York, um. But I have a special interest in the Jacksonville area because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we've had in just this month, along uh, last June, um, what 42 uh, homicides, I believe, over in the past month, and, and and this is really affecting our our young people. If you guys have been watching the page and have been following me, you have seen me uh, at a lot of different uh, forums with Brother Dwight Bisping, Councilman Gary, and a lot of different uh, political leaders here. In the Jacksonville area when it comes to um, addressing the issue as far as the the crime, to call in tonight. And, guys, keep in mind, you know, a lot of people, they can't make it out to these forums. They cannot. uh, Sometimes you may be at work or whatever the situation may be that you cannot make it out. Hopefully you can tune in tonight. We want to hear your voice. I'm going to try to get um, them on the, the phone lines, but we want to hear your voice. We want to hear what you have to say about why do you think we have so much crime? What the real solution is? Um, I see a lot. I go to a lot of meetings and we're talking. We're talking, and I don't think um, I think that we have an old school approach to a new uh, world problem in a situation of how and why the crime is happening the way uh, that it is. So the number two call in as a guest, if you want to call in and be on the show. That number is area code 646-668-8814. Again, that number is area code 646 668 the number one, and it will put you in queue to speak. And once again, um, I apologize. Our guests couldn't make it on, and I just found out, like literally, like as the show was about to start. Like, oh, man, I can't make it. I'm like, okay. It's all good. Um, So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to wing it, people. Um, I'm doing multiple things. So if you you can put your comments up here because I can see it as well, or you can inbox me. And if if you're on the actual website, I believe we have a chat room that's available too. So a lot of people, they're kind of shy to call into a show and hear their voice on uh, the air and different things like that. But I do have a surprise special guest that I'm going to call. She probably don't even know that I'm going to call her, but I'm going to call her because she's awesome, and she always, always, and she supports supports me. So as soon as she responds, I'm going to bring uh, her on to help me bounce a lot of these ideas. So I'm going to give you guys um, a quick overview of what's been happening over the past week as far as, Um, stop the violence and things like that that we have been doing in the community. So we met uh, last Thursday, I believe, at Edward Waters College, the oldest um, black hysterical uh, college in the state of Florida. And it was a great, great turnout. A lot of citizens came out to voice their opinion on what they feel the problem in, let's just be raw with it, mostly the black community. We know that crime happens in every community. We, we know that. But um, if we're going to be honest with you, in the black community, for whatever reason, it's, it's higher. I want to know, and other people want to know, you know, what's the reason? Um, why? Can we change it? Will it change? Is there, is there hope? Is there hope at all? Who knows? But I want to hear your opinion right here. On the show, guys, make sure don't be shy. Call in. Y'all heard the number. I'll give it to you one more time. I'm gonna give it to you two more times.
1: Area code 646
2: 668 8814. Press the number one if you want to be in queue. Again, that number is 646 668 8814. And, guys, don't be shy because a lot of us have teenagers out there. You got 15-year-old, 14-year-old, 12-year-old boys being gunned down in the street off of Facebook beefs, uh, just, just ridiculous things that are, are taking place. Um, so usually I come on the show and I have a lot of answers. You know, I'm opinionated, and some people may disagree with a lot of my opinions, but I really don't know the answer to this one. And I'm sure if someone did know the answer, they would be a rich person because it is so bad it is so severe when you look at places like chicago and look at things like what's happening in Jacksonville, what's happening in miami, and um these guys these young these these are young boys men young men being gunned down, not by police officers which we which will we'll talk about we'll talk about that too, but um <laughs> thank you uh. Mr. Douglas, so if you're not watching me on Facebook Live and you're tuned in to the actual podcast, um, if you guys hear me talk like someone else is in the it's because I'm talking
1: to uh,
2: Facebook, also, hey, we're on, we are on iTunes right now. We're on iTunes right now, and if you guys go up to the top and you comment, I will read your comments out loud and to, um, just to let the people know what's going on, whether they're listening via the telephone or Facebook. And um, my brother here, uh, he he said stupidity. Um, I do believe that there's a certain level of stupidity out there, but let's uh, let's be honest. Does the stupidity start with the um, the, the student or or the, the the kid, or does that stupidity start at home? Which Alton Douglas said the number one problem is bad parenting. So my question to everyone. Is okay, so we know that bad parenting may be one of the issues. Uh, what's 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 really the solution for that? And a brother um, Dalo Sebrus, I believe I, I said it right. I was actually reaching out to him because he has um some pretty interesting. I like some of, uh, his perspectives on this issue. I just ran out of time, so if he can call in or, or message me, that'd be uh, really dope right about now because uh, he has a. Um, I heard so many different angles and perspectives uh, over the past couple weeks concerning this issue, and I don't know if one will work over the other or they will all work collectively as, you know, the whole parenting thing, I see that as a problem. I don't know what the solution is because we know that a lot of it starts with the parenting. It's like, so... How many people in this room believe that it starts with parenting? Okay. All right, so what are we going to do about the bad parents um, that are raising these kids? You know, what, what then? What do we do at, at that point? I mean, it's getting, people, listen, it's getting super bad. These kids, this generation here, man, they are beating 92-year-old women and men for fun. Or Facebook likes? Um, Is it social media that's making it worse? Is it love and hip-hop? Is it TV? I don't know. TV's been around. Who knows? I am actually at a loss of words at this point. I want answers. We all want answers. But you know what? Most of us, we don't even care. You want to know why? We don't care until somebody shoots our little girl, our little boy, or our little boy or our little girl shoots and kills someone else. Brother Douglas said, "Planned Parenthood." I'm not sure what you mean. What do you, What do you mean when you uh, say uh, Planned Parenthood? Matter of fact, um, Mr. Douglas, you might be in the gym, but you should call into the show, guys. Remember to call in because we want to hear from you. To call in, the number is area code six four six 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 eight 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 one Press the number 1 to let your voice be heard. It'll queue in the system here. Again, that number is area code six four six 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 eight 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 one four. Hit the number 1 because I really, I want to know, and I'm curious. Like I tell you guys, you, y'all you see my videos a lot, and a lot of times I have um, all of these there's in books I've read and philosophies I've studied, I'm literally at um, a a loss of words right here. Aaron Grant said, these young kids are um, media-driven. I agree. I agree, but is it really, how much of the media can we blame? I mean, we had cowboy movies and gangster movies when we were kids. I mean, don't get me wrong, crime was bad back then as well. However, um people, let's uh let's be honest. So I'm I'm gonna go to uh, the phone line right quick because I see I got the calls starting to come in because I believe people we want to we wanna hear more about this. So uh, go ahead Carla, you're on the air. Hello. Go ahead Carla, you're uh, you are on the air.
3: Hello, hi. How are you? How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm great, pretty good. great. In my opinion, I think that you know it, it's not so much of a, a a parent problem because you know you can be raised the best way in the world and kids will still go out there and they're they're raised saying so you know I mean I don't, I don't think it's too much of a, a a parent problem or or at home because you know to me it's like it's it's a mind thing you know. You know, you gotta you make up in your mind what what you want to do, you know, and you go out there and you do it. So it it you know it's a mind thing. You know these kids they have in their mind, oh I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna do this or, you know, or either you know most of them most of their uh, thing is you know their dad wasn't in their lives or or something like that. But you know, I had a a friend that was raised properly and he still went out there and he you know he did what he did he still went out there and he you know he committed crimes and everything so i mean you know it's it's, it's a mind thing to well,
2: me i mean let me let me i, I think I, I agree with you to to a certain extent it's definitely a mindset. And I think it has a lot to do with um, age. I mean, of course, even as a young twenty-something year old, when, when I was in my early twenties, I made stupid mistakes. But I think that uh, decent parenting for me played a, a huge role in a lot in a lot of the decisions that um, that, that that I that I made. Um, it was just one of those things where I. I thank God for my mother. I mean, I think that I was raised pretty good, but I still make decisions. I still make decisions that she would not condone. But that's what kids do, right? I mean, so kids, kids, children, kids will be kids. As the saying goes, boys will be boys. But um, I mean, we're getting to a point. You know, back in the day, you know, I fought. I got a mini fight. You know, I never shot shot anyone, Um, because it was it was just a different time. And you know, to go off with uh uh Aaron Grant you say you know, nineteen eighty scarface movie, you know, I'm not going to really blame <laughs> scarface for all this happen. however, I will agree with you things were beginning to become um idolized at that time for selling drugs and things like that, so but I know i'm gonna have i know I'm gonna have a person to call them and say, well, all right, Robert." It's the fathers. The fathers not <laughs> being in the household is the reason for this. Is that 100% true? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have a father in my household, and my mom did pretty good. Not saying we would not have benefited better had my father been home. You know, I probably would have made mm-hmm. a better decisions e- even more so. However, can we really even blame it on 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 parenting 100% but like i said i don't know i want to hear from you guys um i don't know how you feel about that but i I listen to your opinion and i'll go to the next call or whatever
3: but that's a that's their um that's their opinion like that that's what they'll say they'll say you hear most of the kids say oh i never had a dad in my life or, you know, my, you know, my mama didn't quite, I, I turned to the streets because my mama didn't, you know, raise me right. But to me, you know, it's like, I, I'll put it to you this way. Like, I, I'm thinking, like, you know, in religion basis, like, the devil can get into you. Like, especially the young people. The, the devil is after the young, the young people. And, you know... He'll get into your mind and he'll tell you, you you can be like the the perfectest person, and he'll get into your mind and he'll tell you, oh, you need to go do this, do something crazy, and so you know, it's 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 really it's a great 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 topic, but you know, it, to me, it's just like you know, it's in your mind, it's it's in your mind, okay. like you know, you gotta have a strong and willing mind to do right you know, and because, you know, my parents, my parents, they raised me very, very well. And, you know, I still did, you know, crazy things. So. (laughs) right, Well, Hey, thank you.
2: Thank you very, very much for, for your call. And as, as on that topic, Hey, can I get some single mothers? I want some single, even if you're a single father, um, Call me. Um, call 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 in. Let's let's hear from some single mothers. Um, and I'm when I say single mothers, I'm talking about Ray Ray and Pookie and them. When they commit a crime or do something, you have a lot of these mothers that says, um, "I um my my son is a good kid," which may very well be true, which may very well be true. Your kid may be a very good kid, but he is out robbing and stealing. So I want to hear from the mothers that got great kids. I want to hear from the moms that got kids that just can't seem, uh, what's the movie where the guy said can't get right? I want, to, I want to hear from some single mothers, please. Oh, if you're just tuning in, that you're a single mother, I want to hear your struggles raising young people, specifically young men, by yourself because there is a correlation between single mothers and a lot of the boys that you see on, that you see in the news quite so often um, being murdered and being, and being killed. I remember the number to call in, single mothers, please call. The number to call in is area code six four six 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 eight one. Four again. That number is area code six four six 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 eight 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 one four. And to speak, to have your voice right here on the podcast, on iTunes, on Facebook Live, on the website, also famously at one, just hit the number one, and it will be awesome. I'm a single auntie raising my nephew for the summer. <laughs> that's that's my sister, my my friends, and um. Arizona uh,
4: for, for the summer. That
2: doesn't count. That doesn't count because, hey, he has a father that knows we'll get in his butt if he does something stupid. So, Aaron Gray said, the majority of these young kids committing these acts are from low income or poor areas. I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, how much can we blame as far as poverty and single. All right, we're doing a lot of blaming. Is it really because you're poor? Is it really because you didn't have a father? Is it a collective group of everything? Um, do we have less programs than we did in the 80s and the 90s when I was coming up? And it's crazy because I sound like an old man because I remember when I was a kid, I would hear older guys say, hey, when I was coming up, such and such and such. So here I am, 33, and I'm like, well, you know, I remember in the, early, in the late 90s, early 2000s, where things were bad, but they were not this bad. But then again, we didn't have Fortnite. We didn't have Call of Duty. Did we have Call of Duty? When did Call of Duty come out? I don't think we had a – I mean, we didn't have all these uh, different games controlling the mind. So Sasha said it's a collective poverty breeds crime. Okay, right. Well, so people say, um, I had a guy who had an entire philosophy on how it breaks down all the way to becoming – a desperate person. And I think we suffer as American people, Aaron. Um, he said they want a fast, get-rich lifestyle. We all are suffering from that, I, um, that I'm starting to see, even people in their 30s. There are uh, people in their 30s, and I think a lot of us in my age group, we're so focused on trying to maybe possibly get rich fast, maybe it's a level of neglect from – I. I I have no clue, and, and I'm, this is the first time in a long time that I am at a loss of words. This is why I want uh, people to actually call in. What's going on, though, to call in because I want to, you know, Sasha Simmons said um, there isn't a program in the world to fix, the, to fix this issue. So uh, what's going on, Ziggy? Long time. So I believe it's a collective uh, of everything, bad parenting, poverty, and guns. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. But, you know, I'm getting, okay, I got a a message in. Y'all don't have to be scared to call in. Y'all can just call in. You ain't got to (laughs) message me. Saying that, you know, hey, guns been around. Uh, Poverty has been here. Dads have not been in the picture for a long time. Yet crime was not this that, which I guess to a certain extent guys, I mean, wouldn't we have to agree? Hey, what's going on, Timothy? I know you got a, a point of view on this. I need I need help right now. I need we, we need to know. We're trying to get to some actual answers. So let me let me let me go back uh to, to the front line. So I know this I is gonna be um, a good one right here. Go ahead, Carla, you are on the air.
0: Holy I'm air. coming live from Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you loud and clear.
0: Okay. I'm coming loud from Phoenix, Arizona, where the dust storm is mighty, but my Lord is more mighty. All right. And so I have something to say. There is not a program in the world that is going to fix the problem with our communities and with our children at all. You're right when you say that it starts with parenting, it starts at home, it starts with community. And until... We can get people to be more committed to community, more committed to their family, and see the value, the real value in family, we're not going to solve this issue. We have young men growing up seeing their mothers and fathers fighting, being unfaithful, devaluing what family is all about, and so they, in turn, turn around and live that same type of lifestyle. Now, that's one conversation. The other conversation is the fact that poverty, as I said before on the chat, poverty breeds crime. It doesn't matter where you are or what community you're a part of. If you're poor, you're looking for an answer. And oftentimes the fastest way that you're going to know to get that answer is to commit some type of crime. I'm hungry. I don't have any money. Okay, what's the next thing I can do? I will steal. That's a crime. And then you start funneling yourself into that lifestyle. So the only way that we can get out of that is if we have active two-parent households. It can't be just one or the other. And I'm... I'm very liberal, but I'm very conservative when it comes to family, which may be a double statement. We don't have time to get into all that right now, okay? The point of the matter is you have, to have, you have to have two parents there raising these children because a mother and a father bring two completely different dynamics to raising a child, and there are a lot of people out there who are putting themselves in different situations, getting pregnant, uh, you know, with with people who they know aren't going to be good fathers and or impregnating people when they know they're not ready to be good fathers. And they're just, they're just not around, and their children are left there out there to raise themselves. And so they turn to gangs. They turn to crime. They're disrespectful. They don't understand how to value family. So I wholeheartedly believe that we have to go back to making strong families. Once we make strong families, we will see our world change. And people know that, like the society know that. That's the reason during slavery, the number one thing was to separate families. Separate families and you weaken the, the, the social structure of any community. It doesn't matter who you are. You weaken the family and then you can go in there and you can annihilate anything that you want.
2: Okay. Now, no, I, I, I agree with you, right? But even you made the statement, you know, if we go back to that, maybe in 100 years we'll be Okay. What can we do now to not stop it because it's unstoppable, but to at least curb what's happening?
0: The same thing. I mean, now, later, tomorrow, yesterday. Be be better parents. Be better. Be more present in your community. Like people have to go in, grab these babies, and be present in their life. These children, particularly teenagers, they're looking for love. Like think about what you wanted more, what you wanted as a child. You wanted love and acceptance, right? probably the two things you wanted when you were a teenager. And so they're looking for it in all of the wrong places. So you have communities out there. I know out here in Phoenix, there's a community of, of um, black men, and I, their name is escaping me, but they are very intentional in these young men lives who don't have family and they are, they're working with them and they're playing the role of fathers because, unfortunately, fathers are missing. Uh, there's a lot of fathers missing, and then there are mothers who are angry at their fathers and saying things like, oh, you're a mommy just like of your dad which I detest that statement, making them, now they're just breeding hatred, a lot of hatred. I hate when I hear people tell their children that. It's like, you voluntarily made this child with this man, and now you're telling them, oh, I can't stand you. You remind me just of your dad, and this just like you just detest them. And that just makes them hate themselves more. So it's so many, so many layers. It's not a problem that's going to be fixed overnight. I wish it could. But that's what happens when you have things that are systemic. You go in and you, you break certain things, you break certain elements, because now it's a systemic problem, so it's not just going to affect one generation. It's going to affect generations to come, and it's very intentional. Um, and so I'm always heartbroken when I see people, but what you can do now is to just start being, and not just you specifically, but all of us, start being a better, better parents, better aunts, better mothers, better father, whatever it is, just be better in your role. Find a child. Adopt that child. Mentor that child. Spend time in their lives.
1: I, have,
2: I, I agree. The, 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 the only issue that I think what's happening is I saw Aaron, he, he said, kid nothing we can do. He said um, the family has been broken since the 80s. I think it started way before the 80s. So much so that I believe that a lot of the 80s babies actually suffered from that time period. And let me explain when I, when I say that. Some of those same kids that needed love and needed attention they had kids as kids. So yeah. I mean, now a lot of people could say, Well, hey, well, hey, you're a grown man now, you're a grown woman now. You love the kid that you have the way that you would want to how can you love somebody the way you wanted to be loved? <laughs> You've never seen it. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's something that's why I, I'm not sure if it can be fixed in the the I don't think it can be fixed in this generation. But I'm optimistic that enough people would get so upset. And get so detested with it that we would begin to make a change in the community. I mean, from it being more social programs, uh, and a lot of times kids are kids are bored. Kids are just bored. Whether um, you come from a good family or not? If you're bored, you're gonna you're gonna do stupid stuff. Well, I came from a, a, a pretty good home, and I still did stupid stuff. Kids almost drowning when my mom would sleep, but sneaking out the house.
0: I mean I Yeah, mean he, he, that. yeah but, but that's different from going out there killing, raping, murdering, stabbing people and being angry. Um that's very, very different. That's just children getting to children's stuff. That's completely different from, you know, what we're seeing today go, going and shooting up a school or something of that nature. Um that that's that's something Absolutely different. But I want to say one more thing about breaking down the black family, because I speak, I'm very passionate about this, and I have no intention of being silent anytime soon, okay? So now that we have that out of the way. Historically, okay. breaking up the black family was, was very intentional and forceful, right? Now things have been outlawed, and now you have a different type of brokenness happening in the community. You have it where uh, black women are very angry at black men, And you have a pop culture that's telling black men that black women aren't the standard of beauty. Don't be attracted to them. Be attracted to a different group of women. And so what you have here is voluntarily, it's like our community now voluntarily going against each other or breaking away from each other and and finding and going into other types of things. And although some people don't realize that this is another form of brokenness in the black community, it absolutely is because it's an intentional attack to destroy the black family, to weaken the black family. And I don't care who says what. I don't care if you're the president of the United States or otherwise. I'm going to speak the truth as I know it, and this is what I know to be truth. And so when we see these things being done, because sometimes they're overt, other times they're very covert, but when we see it being done, we have to address it head on. And that's one of the reasons why my nephew out here this summer, I'm constantly celebrating black women, constantly shoving it in his face, because I see that he is responding to a society that is making him feel like non-black women are better than black women. And that in itself also affects the black family in a significant way and breaks down those familiar bonds existing in black families.
2: Oh,
1: thank you very much
2: for your, uh, your interesting input.
1: <laughs>
2: thank you very much. So I'm going to go ahead and go to, uh, to, the, to, the, to the next call. This is
5: this is good stuff. Go ahead, Carla, you're on the air. Yo. Hello? I'm on, on I'm here. on Yeah. You're yeah, on, I I personally I think the problem is, is no fathers in the household, you know. You leaving these mothers to raise these boys alone and I don't care how much you try to say a woman can a, a, a woman can't teach a man how a boy how to be a man. And, you know, my mother raised mm-hmm. me by herself, and I gave her hell, you know. And hell, I mean, you know, a, a boy can get away with too much with a mother, you know. I mean, they can only do so much. Eventually, he's going to get bigger than her. He's going to get stronger than her. There's only going to be so much she can do and put up with. And when you ain't got a father teaching them the right way, you know, they just go out there and they find other people to teach them the wrong way. And you, without a father in the household, it, it's always going to be an issue, you know, not to say that. You know, you you need a father to be a success and, and not be out here killing people. But it plays a huge factor when you don't have your father in the house. And it seems like that's a problem in the black community when you ain't got no father to teach you how you should be. And you leaving all these things up to the men in our community they need to step up and be men to these boys and, and teach them the right way and, and stop leading them astray. screen.
2: Wow. I, I, listen, brother, I, I agree with you uh, 100%. What, in your opinion, 2018, uh, we already see the statistics. We know that most black homes don't have fathers in them. I mean, what, what, what do we do? mean we hear this, hey, if the father was in the home. That would be have. Uh, it would be better. Do you think that society is playing into the narrative of the separation of black man and the black woman for instance? When you look at HUD and housing and Section Eight, um, one of the number
4: one oh man, boy, man please
5: don't get me on that. That
4: that that, <laughs> that alone
5: is the issue, man. Because no. it's like it's like they it, they influence you to get the man out of the picture, you know because. If the man's not because first of all, when you own that government assistance, do you own those programs, if you have a man staying in your house with you all of a sudden you have to pay for rent, you have to you you lose benefits, you lose your food stamps because you have a man standing in the house with you. So it kinda it kinda benefits you not to have a man standing there versus, you know, having a man living in your house, it kinda benefits you not to have a man there. You know, because if I I get I, I went I, I ain't gonna put nobody name out there, but a, a, a person that I know went through this, they got married, you know, and all of a sudden life started getting hard because she lost all the government assistance, she lost all her help. Husband lost his job, and you know, when when he lost his job, they started falling out. He out of the house now. You know what I'm saying? And it's. It, 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 you gotta. Why? Why does it have to be a woman by herself to receive all these benefits? You know when they won't. They won't the man out of the house. Cause if a man's in the house, they they they're gonna make it harder for you. They're gonna. It's not gonna be as easy as it was. So it's kind of women, you know. And to me, women, they they allow it, you know. And I I think you should start looking at who you who you sleeping with as a woman. You know, use the protection. You know, I mean, if you're not married, you shouldn't be out here just having babies. You know, you got women to have. I know a girl 28 years old with seven kids, you know, with five different baby daddies. Like, what the hell? You know, like, that's a problem in in itself. You know, you don't put yourself in a situation to where you, you need all the government help with seven kids and 28 years old and none of the fathers live in the house with you, you know and, and that's hard mm. for another man right. to accept, you know,
2: well, how well, how many it's men you know gonna accept
5: right. a woman with seven kids and five baby daddies or, uh, you know, four kids, three I, baby I, daddies I don't,
2: know, you, I don't know too many men that, too, not too many good men, and see, and I think a lot of times they get that, they they don't, they don't think about it when they popping out these kids, because at some point you're going to get older. You're going to realize, I ain't young no more. I got to stop this. I want a decent man to help me raise my kids. But when you got five kids, four different baby daddies, even a good man, he's going to be like, I ain't trying to judge you. But, wow.
5: I, I ain't trying to deal with that. <laughs> I, You know, I ain't trying to deal with that. And, you know, a lot of responsibility goes to the women, too. You know, like, I honestly think a lot of women know the type of guys that they're dealing with. Like, if you dealing with a guy... You know the type of guy you're dealing with, you know. Like, if you have one deadbeat daddy, who, who, he ain't going to be there. Like, how you end up doing it again and again and again? You shouldn't have three kids and no man. Like, like is, all, is every man you with leaving you? Like, some, some, I mean, we need black fathers in the house, but some, a lot of responsibility falls onto the woman, too, to understand the type of man who you're dealing with. You know, I'm down here in Jacksonville, Florida, and trust me, it's like every week in Duval County. Like, we, we, it's, it's, it's getting horrible down here. Like, I, it's getting crazy. Like, every, you get in at least a a couple of murders a week, you know, and, you know, we, we just had a, a, um, four, they had four people, four, four teenagers die in, in, in one day. You know, all of them died at the same time. It was a drive-by shoot in broad daylight. You know, a 16 year old got killed in oh. front of my house. You know, I'm like everybody that's dying is under the age of 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: They dropping it, the it It's like no, no. It's like
5: the generation now doesn't care. They have a I don't care mentality, and I don't get it. You know, like it's like, and a lot of it's influenced by the music. You know, they listening to these rappers and this, they listen to all this BS telling them, hey, it's cool to do this, it's cool to do that. We need some kind of music that's, you know, that's telling these boys to do something different. You know, they all they listening to is Kodak Black and, you know, like uh, the, 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 the people that have made it out of our community, the famous rappers and artists that have made it out of our community, I don't think they have a sense of responsibility as far as helping out. You know, they don't they don't have a, a sense of like, I need to go help my community, I need to do something different. They don't have that sense like you know, like to to go back and, and help out, you know, long as they making money, they feel like it's all good, you know. But you know, you you done made a you you got a hundred million dollars, why you still making songs talking about some you're the best chopper in the world? You done sold a million I mean, you don't even do that no more, so why are you influencing your people? People don't they're not thinking about their people they're thinking about themselves it's it's too many things that influence the black community nobody seems to care and we hurt ourselves more than any other race we hurt ourselves more than any other race i i agree with you amen thank you thank you for your call guys
2: we're gonna go take a like a quick commercial break amen appreciate you calling in uh we're gonna take a quick commercial break yes i got commercials now a couple of them anyway but um we're gonna be right back after this but hey guys if you need your skincare done and you want your skin to look as pretty and as beautiful as mine and luke cage make sure you check out premier dermatology of florida one of my sponsors um i love them they keep my skin looking uh pretty hey if you guys want to call in, if you're going to, I'm going to give the number out one more time. I'm going to go to a quick commercial break, and then we're going to pick this back up. Hey, Timothy, I see you raising your hand. Hey, man, call in. Um, the number to call in is area code 646-668-8814. Again, the number is area code 646-668-8814, and press the number one. And we're going to be back in about 20 seconds
1: as we play these commercials. Judge Group 8,
0: hurricane season is here and last year residents of Jacksonville had significant damage due to Hurricane Irma. We're a strong community, so let's get prepared together and don't forget to check on your elderly neighbors and help them out. Pick up some extra provisions for them and let's be as prepared as possible this hurricane season.
4: Political advertisement paid for and approved by LaRae Hendricks, nonpartisan candidate for Duval County Judge Group 8. Where are
1: the speakers? At Firehouse Subs, Subs a hot party, extraordinary. Every sub helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Nice jaws of life, Lisa. So more people eating at Firehouse Subs means more life-saving equipment donated to first responders. If you're going to have a sub, have one that makes a difference. What's that taste, Jim? And now get a medium sub each day for just $5.55. From Meatball Monday to Italian Sunday. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives.
5: For Duval County Judge Group 3. I want to thank you for your support in helping me win the recent WBOB straw poll. I look forward to serving you as your next Duval County Judge, where I promise to always be fair and impartial. Early voting starts August 13th, so make sure you register to vote and let your voice be heard. Remember Gerald Wilkerson when you vote. I'd be honored to have your vote this August. To learn more about my candidacy, visit votewilkerson.com, political advertisement paid for and approved by
6: Gerald Wilkerson for Duval County Judge Group 3.
1: Here we go. Here we go.
2: Okay. Um, thank you, guys. We are back. For those of you watching me Facebook Live, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. But um, while you guys are, you see me here, we are actually podcasting live via iTunes, via the website all those good things like that. So, you know, they hear those commercials. You guys heard the commercials and things like that. So we kind of getting a little fancy. We're getting fancy around right here. But listen, for real, um, guys, call in. We've had some great calls uh, coming in. Thank you, uh, Mr. Williams. Uh, I want to hear more from you. Remember, the number to call in It's area code 646-668-8814. Press the number 1. Your voice will be heard. Once again, the number is area code 646 668 8814 Impress the number one. Uh, so Everybody will hear you live. iTunes, Facebook, everywhere we are. We're streaming like on five different networks right now. And I want to get to the bottom of this. I want to hear everybody's opinion. So far, we've heard um, a lack of fathers being in the home, uh, bad parenting on mothers and fathers. We've heard uh, everything from a kid wanting to be loved them associating themselves with gangs. And I guess now we have about 15 minutes left. Uh maybe we can talk about make some solutions. I don't know what's the solution. Yeah, we, we can say things like hey fathers being in the home, mothers being home by six cooking meals every day. And that's that to me that sounds great. But here in 2018, what can we do now that we know the fathers aren't home? Now that we know that there's a lot of women out there. No offense to the women that got four kids and five... Ba- well, can't have five. Five kids and four baby daddies. It's, it's, I'm not here to bash you. because Just because you made a... I'm not going to call it a mistake. Just because you made a decision at one point in your life to uh, be a certain way, it does not necessarily reflect who you are today. And one should not be judged too sternly on that, but we have to deal with the facts and reality. And reality is... Um, a lot of times, and I don't know the numbers on this, so I don't want you guys to quote me, but I want to believe that usually when I see these crimes so severe, when you go back to the parent, the father wasn't there, the mom has multiple baby- fathers, baby daddies, whatever one's more politically correct um, That's typically what I've seen in in the neighborhoods that I've gone in and done some some mentoring. We actually did a a thing where we had some boys, young boys, come over um, to the house. <laughs> to the house. Sasha Simmons has had me cracking up, and guys that are listening, to iTunes and things like that. Um, I'm watching Facebook, so if you hear me laugh, it's not. I'm laughing. It's not a nervous laugh. I'm laughing at crime and violence. I'm laughing at the comments coming in on my uh, my live feed here. But we have. I'm just going to make some numbers up in the sense of we can can say the majority of the hood, if that's what you want to call it, black community, urban areas, um, most of them have single-parent homes. And not only is it single-parent homes, now these mothers are raising the the boys and kids by themselves. A lot of times they do have multiple baby fathers, um, a lack of education, a lack of skill sets, and a lot of times, you know, as a, as a young man, you know, when you sit back and you see your mother struggling, a lot of times you go out and, 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 and you don't want to see that. Hey, man, hey, dialogue, man, please, please call in, my brother. Uh, we got about 12 minutes, and I know you have a very, very interesting perspective. I've, uh, we have a lot of different calls come in um, to call in if, if you want to. I, I try to get you on the show before we started. Um, the area code is 646. 646- Six six eight 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 one four. Just press uh, the number one again. That's six four six 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 eight 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 one four. And if you guys, if you're just tuning in, we're talking um, the violence in the black community uh, more so because it's it's here in Jacksonville. I know we got people listening all over, but here in Jacksonville, uh, you know, it's it's bad. Yeah, but um, I'm 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 live via um via iTunes. And uh, the website, so in order for everybody to hear you um, you have to call in so they can hear you on all different uh networks that we run simultaneously outside this uh face Facebook live but guys, just it's it's getting so bad here. I know in Jacksonville, um, we've had several forums and things like that and and the community the community is angry. Um, something that I would like to see I would like to see more young people get involved. You know, you got those good young kids in the community because a lot of times what we are doing, we're forgetting about the good kids. We're gonna give all the attention to the bad kids and let the good kids uh, slip slip through the cracks. But hey, a lot of these things that these meetings that we have, you know, it's just, it's a lot of the old the old school or like the ogs coming out. You know, and I know a lot of the young boys they don't want to hear this. You know, back when I was coming up, yada yada. You know, so we got some young people out there. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from the guys, single mothers. I wanna hear solutions, I wanna hear everything. So let me go uh back back to the phone line and uh <laughs> go there, uh you on the air? Go ahead. Hello
0: Robert. I can you hear me okay?
2: I can hear you pretty good.
0: Okay. Um I wanted to call because I've I've stumbled upon the solution and I want to share this with everyone in the world. And I really believe that the solution to so many of the challenges that's facing our community today is simply the need to heal. We we really need healing, and it's something that many of us are running from, uh, from the age of probably seven years old to 77, if you will, we're not healing. Our community shuns things like therapy, admitting that you're weak, admitting that you're hurting, but if you look uh, and read many books and if you listen, listen to music, you'll hear a cry out from a lot of our young people and people of all ages, quite frankly, saying that, hey, I'm hurting inside, I'm I'm going through this, and I need to heal is what, you're hear, what you will hear. And so many times we just are not Healing, because we don't want to deal with the difficulties, or or perhaps the pain of healing, and or oftentimes we don't know where to start. We don't know where to begin because everyone has to put on this front of I'm I'm strong and and I simply don't care, or I'm gonna I'm I'm okay. And and sometimes you actually you're not okay, and you need help, and you need prayer, and you need counseling, and you need friends, and you need love, and. In our community, a lot of times we shun being vulnerable when vulnerability is the thing that makes us strong, and it is, in fact, the thing that, that helps to heal us. The thing that we would need in our community, I would suggest healing. Thank you. Thank you very, very
2: much. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to go uh, move along to uh, to the next call. All right, go ahead. Carla, uh, you, you're on the air. What's going on, brother?
6: What's going on, brother? Got a little checking in.
2: All right. You live, go and tell people uh, Who you are, what you do, and uh, you can go right into it Because I know
6: you got a good word to say Oh man, I mean we just been advocates, activists Out here in the city uh, Around the country when we call To other places, but in Jacksonville The main thing is, is Keeping a pro- proactive uh, Mindset But always being prepared to react And uh key things, man, about having a direct effect is directly affecting what it is you want to affect, making sure that you have a measurable result and making sure that it's in a time frame. That way you aren't wasting your time and spinning your wheels and feeling defeated. And, uh, you know, you can always reflect back on what worked and what didn't work. But uh, one of the things I'm doing uh, coming up uh, July July 28th at the Boys and Girls Club in Brentwood. I'm sorry. Is uh we're going to be doing a music summit and a football camp like a football drills. Um mm-hmm. common denominators. Common denominators with some of the murders and some of the guys involved in some of the killings and or even just uh a lot of the young kids in the city is music. So, why not put them in a form where they can be empowered and also have, we also going to have entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs employment opportunities as well. So when you're in the studio, if you're not on the road, how are you going to be making your money? Um, and you know, I figure yeah. the less time you have idolizing or, or just like beefing with somebody, man, you could be making some money a legit way. And so that's what this music, and it's totally free. We got some real heavy hitters there. And uh that's that's one of the things that we'll be working on July twenty eighth.
1: Okay,
2: yeah, make sure you uh send me that fly, I can put it up on the website to make sure everybody uh come okay. out
1: and,
2: and support it and, in Because, I mean it's, it's it's for a good cause. But you know, I, I had a uh quite a couple of questions, so I'm getting uh messages and, and Facebook things. People ask me questions as far as um possible solutions and one of one of the one of the questions that we, we hear a lot, um, and you can just Go briefly on this if you want. Uh, they say, well, there's so many churches in the black community, and, and it is, and it is. Um, has the role of the church, the black church, changed in the community? Because at one point, it was a place of, it was like a, you know, it was almost like a community center. And, you know, if, if, if you didn't have a dad, you had the brothers, um, you had, you know, uh, you know, Medea, you had, you had different people. Do, do you think that is different now with, with this society?
6: Absolutely. The role of the black church has changed since the 60s. Uh, you know, it was once a, a sovereign state inside of the country where you can go in and no authorities can touch you because it existed outside of the law. But, you know, when it got into the uh, when it got into the uh, the corporate, the corporate structure, uh, really, after they assassinated Dr. King in the 60s. Uh, you ever heard or seen anything from most black churches other than to calm black people down? Uh, so, you know, you do have some, some, some churches that do things, but as a whole, uh, to be honest with you, the black church is like quintessential of the black community. Uh certain pastor won't talk to this pastor. Uh, they can have a uh, 15 on one block and ain't doing nothing for the block. Uh, for the most part, most of the preachers don't live in an area in which they go in and get the money out of. Uh, and that's in, and largely let due because of the civil rights movement where, um, you know, during the Jim Crow time, everyone lived, worked, and knew each other in the same area. You know, right. um, post segregation, everybody hauled ass, and so that's why the whole illusion about black unity, to me, is an illusion because of what, once they once once the um, the power structure said, well, it's okay for a black person to go across the railroad track and stay there after dark, uh, black people left. No one forced black people to leave their areas. They hauled ass. And, um, and it's the exact same thing. It's a perpetuated thing that happens, and that happens today with our youth. We, You know, this city hasn't created a culture to where when these kids graduate from, whether it's a junior college or a university here in Jacksonville, it's a state. Unlike a city like in Atlanta, when, uh, when they have a Georgia State, when they have all those HBCUs, when they graduate in tens of thousands of people every year, they stay <laughs> because it's a culture – that they're loved in or that they see themselves in. And so I see that hasn't risen to that point because of the, uh, the lack of pushing. Like, you know, a lot of our people are defeated, but and then there are some who are not defeated. Uh, we have an administration. We have several different administrations that aren't, that aren't for the best of our community in the city. So, you know, it's twofold. Um, you know, you have – it's always going to fall on us to do what we need to do for our families. And then it's a sacrifice to go outside of your family to help other, to help those around you. And then it's another sacrifice to pay attention to the political scheme which black people adhere to or they fall prey to. Remember, real quick, it was, it was laws that created slavery. It was laws that ended slavery. It was laws that created um, um, Reconstruction, Jim Crow, the Negro Codes. And it was laws that ended that. It was laws that brought civil rights movement in. So then I asked the question why are black people involved in, in the laws, the law making, the political scheme. But we we tend to falter and say, well nothing's gonna change. Well nothing changes because you haven't put anything in it. You you understand what I'm saying? So we have to we have to create these paradigms and, and and a culture so that we can get you know get a great understanding.
2: I agree, man. I look I, I appreciate you uh coming in. I wish I could have got you early. We got about two minutes left. But uh, we got to okay. link up and uh, have you have you on uh, another time to go more more in depth, man. But I appreciate uh, appreciate you calling in, man. All
6: right, thank you, brother.
2: So, guys, yeah, we got we got about two minutes, and I'm just I'm gonna feed off a little bit of uh, what, what he said. Um, listen, people, um, and I'm gonna just talk to the black folks right quick because I got I gotta do this. I gotta do this. Y'all got to
1: vote.
2: <laughs> like, man. Y'all got to get out and you got to vote. Like, I don't know where this attitude comes from of not voting and it doesn't and it doesn't matter. Um did, did you did you call him? I do I think I think he I think he did. Oh man, y'all y'all got to vote. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this last call. I I apologize. I think this uh Uh oh.
1: Go ahead, Tim. You on there? What's up, bro? What's up, man? What's going on, man? I, I
2: didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see the phone call. I don't have a screen tonight. night. What's going on? You got about two minutes. One minute, thirty
4: seconds. Two minutes. Two minutes. Okay, I listened to a lot of that stuff, man. And uh, like I say, I believe that a lot of the solution is funding. Just like you say, a lot of it, all of it, all what these people say, a lot of the, a lot of that stuff ties in together we do need uh stronger families but i don't think it needs to be i don't say it needs to be a man in the household so it just needs to be somebody who cares about that that welfare of that kid who wants to see them do better who can show that child love and who can put them in the situation that they need to be to be great as they say now and another thing is the politics of it situation that they fund all these other programs and there's no more programs like boys and girls club 4-H, after-school programs. Parents need help. Unless you're going to bring up minimum wage or wage that people don't have to work two and three jobs, some of these families, they have to work two jobs. So, yeah, the kids are going to be home or raised, uh, be there by themselves. But the after-school program helps. My daughter is in a program right now called JAMS. It's a godsend. It's free after-school program and a free summer program for her. It's a arts program that teaches kids poetry and all this other stuff. My daughter, I ain't gonna lie, my daughter is a little trouble child because she's my child. A little bit of karma coming back behind me, but this program has helped her in a lot of ways get herself mean, back I don't, on track. I don't, I, don't,
1: I don't
2: mean to cut you off, but the computer if yeah, you have ten seconds. They can hear Facebook Live. Now nah, I apologize, I didn't I didn't see your call up there, but we gonna we gonna. Uh, Make sure we take this to the next level. And, uh, man, I'm glad you called in. I'll contact you. All right.
4: <laughs> it's the
1: real talk, the real Mr. Robertson. The real talk, the real talk with Mr. Robert, Robert. The real talk, the real talk with Mr. Robert. Robert. The real talk, the real talk with Robert
5: Robert. Robert Simmons. well well guys have you